Do you seek the freedom to pursue greater meaning and purpose in your life? Is there something that you're passionate about that you'd like to support by giving time, talent, or money? Do you seek a level of financial freedom to live an ideal life as you uniquely define it? Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to helping you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. Welcome, friends, to the very first episode of the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. My name is Mike Bernard. I am pleased to be the host and the moderator for today's show, and I'm so glad to have you joining us. I myself am a certified financial planner and have been a friend and collaborator with Jeff Bernier for many years. I'm excited that Jeff has asked me to join him on this project, as I know he has the unique ability to balance high-quality, high-level wealth management advice with his calling to help people live a life of meaning and purpose. Today, our show is all about the introduction to Jeff's journey that led him to the creation of this podcast, this show, and what he hopes to deliver through this medium. Jeff Bernier is the founder, president, and chief investment officer of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, a wealth management firm in Alpharetta, Georgia, a suburb in the greater Atlanta area. Jeff, let's kick it off. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your firm, Introduce yourself. Thank you, Mike. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I am the f- founder, president, and chief investment officer of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors. Tandem Growth Financial Advisors is a fee-only wealth management firm in Atlanta, Georgia, where we collaborate with our clients to help them build uh, personal strategies to create freedom, to lead a life of meaning and purpose as they as they define it. I've been privileged to serve clients in this role now for a little over 31 years. Mm-hmm. In 26 of those 31, I've been married to my wife, Ashley. And we have two awesome young adults, uh, Nicholas, who's 20, and Natalie, who is 18. Oh, my goodness. So a lot of fun. And I just need to razz you a little bit here. So a big <laughs> Georgia Bulldog fan, I understand. Uh, that's correct. I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so are you still heartbroken over what happened in the championship game, or are you proud of your Bulldogs? Well, we're proud of them, but it's very disappointing because we obviously had a chance to, to win the game. Yeah. But uh, but we feel good about the future and uh, <laughs> excited about uh, being in the conversation again because it's been a while. But oh, that's, thanks that's for bringing fun. that up, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So <laughs> Let me bring up something else as well, though. So uh, that that uh, pedigree of titles that you have, so founder, president, chief investment of- officer, um, CFP as well, other des- designations, right? I mean, so you really have a wealth of knowledge to really bring that to your clients and the folks you serve, right? Yeah, and I just, early in the business, it uh, I became passionate about being a lifelong learner and just wanted to be uh, as equipped as I could possibly be yeah. to give high-quality advice. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And in this field, things are always changing. We're going to touch on that here in just a second. But it's, it's critical that you're equipped and you're up to speed on things. And that's kind of how our relationship started and how it continues. So you mentioned 31 years serving clients. That's, that's a long time. I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes in the financial planning industry over that time. What do you consider to be some of the most important experiences or milestone that helped frame the way you look at serving clients today? Yeah, I, I think the best place for me to start with that is really from the beginning. So I grew up in a small town in South Georgia, and my dad was the president of a community bank. Mm. And so if you've ever seen the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. which I, I'm not sure yep. if anyone has not seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. It's on several times every holiday season. But my dad was George Bailey. So my dad was George Bailey. I mean, he was the guy that cared about his community and cared about his customers. 
and that had a fairly significant impact on me as I graduated from college. And when I was a junior uh, finance major at the University of Georgia, a certified financial planner came and spoke to a finance class, and it had an impact on me. And really from that point forward, I had an idea that that was really how I wanted to build a career. And, you know, like most young people coming out of college, uh, I was full of passion and ego. (laughs) And uh, my very first manager um, was very influential in the sense that they taught me about dreaming big and setting big goals. But to be quite frank, again, I was just, you know, I was just this young 23-year-old that thought he knew everything. And I was a chameleon. So, you know, I could uh, change my colors mm-hmm. to relate to any individual client or, or prospect or client situation. And, of course, what I've learned uh, in my career a little bit later than that was it's really not about being a chameleon. It's about being your authentic self. Genuine. That's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. So I, I, so I guess the first thing is, I, you know, you have to be comfortable in who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what I want to talk about in this show. Yeah. But, um, you know, I had thought over the last several years um, it, would be, it would be fun to try to write a book. Hmm. And I always thought one of the chapters in the book would be going from fake it till you make it to your authentic self. Because the first part of my career was sort of fake it till you make it. And, but one thing that I did was fortunate about was um, I did see Zig Ziglar speak or read oh, yeah. a Zig Ziglar from, book or something master. at some point. And his, the one quote that I remember was that if you help enough people get what they want, you will be successful. So I really built my career along trying to help others accomplish their goals, knowing that, that, we, would be, that, we, would be, that we would be just fine. You know, that really... Um We've got a, a difference in age here, so I'm not I'm not speaking up to you, <laughs> the, the senior, the senior, but uh, but the that that really stands out actually what Zig Ziglar said, and that that resonated with you because certainly over 31 years you've seen in this financial advisor profession where it didn't really start out just solely focusing on the client. Nowadays, right. the term fiduciary, which right. is which is a, a big buzzword these days, right. uh, you hear a lot about, but back then, not so much. And that, that right. idea is all about doing what's in the best interest of the client. And you started that way with that frame of mind that that's what you were going to do. That's, that's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah, I did. And uh, in the early 90s, um, I understood that the quality of advice was really the most important, quote, product. Mm-hmm. And so in the early 90s, I converted my practice to a fee-based approach yeah. so that was really financial planning driven, not the implementation subsets. Yep. So it's all about planning. And I, fortunately, you know, I was early in the game of that because now most of our industry is moving to a more planning approach for the reasons that you mentioned. There's regulatory pressure mm-hmm. to have a fiduciary approach. Uh, since asset management is perceived to be more of a commodity, mm-hmm. Uh, the larger firms now are trying to rebrand into planning firms. Well, I just got lucky. I just figured that out a little bit earlier than, than some in the early 90s. So I've just been fortunate to always have this financial planning foundation uh, of, what we, of what we do. And, and so that was, uh, that was helpful as I've built the practice over the last um, you know, 25 years or so. Yeah, I mean, the, the important thing here is that bringing that planning approach, focusing on 
you on the client on doing what's best for you, but also having the very, very highest level of wealth management, Correct. not not um, being lax on that standard at all and just focusing on the, the plan piece. It's really marrying both of them. And that's actually what the whole Money and Meaning show is going to be all about, that's right. blending the highest quality of wealth management with really what you're trying to get out of life, the meaning and purpose of your life. So uh, that's a, a little bit of a segue here, yeah. but what got you interested in doing a show around the topic of money and meaning? Well, let me go back before we do that. And and you did mention something about uh, objectivity and fiduciary. And, you know, back in 2002, um, I was with another firm, and I had built a financial planning practice inside of a larger firm. And so what drove me to want to have a fiduciary firm was this recognition, again, that we wanted to serve clients and solve problems wherever they took us. And I just remember in 2002 being at the annual meeting mm-hmm. of this company that I was affiliated with, and the, ma- the uh, president of our division was very frustrated because he, uh, he um, was frustrated with one of our partners, one of the investment partners, okay. and asked me what I thought about him. I said, well, they're ethical, professional, they do a terrific job. And he was upset because they wouldn't pay for the boondoggle. You know, they wouldn't pay for the meeting. So <laughs> that's when I pretty put the line in the sand and said, I've got to get out of this environment right. and be where I'm totally, totally free to serve clients wherever, wherever they took us. Yeah. But, but back to your question. So in 2005, uh, our firm was two years old at that time. Tandem Growth was started in 2003. And it became obvious in 2005 that we were going to have some measure of success. Mm. And so I went to San Francisco to a another meeting in San Francisco. And I had a friend who was a coach. And he told me to ask myself two questions. He says, number one, ask yourself, why does tandem growth exist? Mm-hmm. And number two, what is your role in tandem growth? So I went a day early to the conference. Uh, I went to the Golden Gate Park, to the Japanese Tea Garden. And I spent several hours just praying, contemplating, trying to wrestle with those two questions. Why do we exist as a firm? And what is my role in the firm? So I've always had this idea that there's a bigger purpose for the firm. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. And, and so that, that makes was, all the difference is that vision, this bigger idea, this bigger purpose. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And, and so many years ago, I read Bob Buford's book, Halftime. Mm-hmm. And the book Halftime is all about how to move from success to significance in the second half of your life. And when I read this book 15 years or, ago, uh, or so ago, it really didn't speak to me. Mm-hmm. Well, in 2012, I decided to reread it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a year away from my 50th birthday. I turned 50 in 2013. And so I read the book in 2012, and it just nailed me. I mean, mm-hmm. it really spoke to me that, wow, that's really it. It's really all about... Okay, you've got some measure of worldly success. What are you going to do with it? What gives you meaning and purpose and those kinds of those kinds of things? So I actually read the book uh, in early 2013. I went to the Halftime Institute, which is a two-day uh, intensive workshop where you sort of flesh out mm-hmm. sort of your halftime journey. And I even engaged a coach for two years to help me sort of think through, you know, what you know, what is my halftime journey really? really look like. So those were the things that sort of drove me to um, wanting to have these deeper conversations because what happened was um, I had two motives when I went to the Institute. Mm-hmm. The first one was I wanted to flesh out my halftime. What am I supposed to be doing with the rest of my life? But it occurred to me that many of the clients that we serve were in the same season. Exactly. And is there an opportunity for me to be a resource 
to share some of these same some of these same ideas. I would actually change that word. Be a resource to be a value add. Correct. Because when you're helping someone with with wealth management, I mean they're focused on having some financial success, and many of many folks have already achieved a certain level. Right. But it's really, and again, this is what the Money and Meaning Show is going to be all about. Right. Blending that that wealth management success, the high value, um, the highest level of value in wealth management, but also then the big purpose of your life and really blending those together. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's, and that's the, you know, the, you know the, the two ideas that came out of this for me was that tandem growth is my platform. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what I found out at halftime is that many people who are in this season where they're evaluating, oftentimes their context is where they already are. They're not supposed to leave their current vocation. They're not supposed to leave their current life's work. Mm-hmm. They're just supposed to do it differently. And that's really what it occurred to me. I'm supposed to use tandem growth as a resource to help people, again, uh, marry mm-hmm. this high quality wealth management practice mm-hmm. with the real why. You know, what is the purpose? What is the meaning? And so that's, I'm glad you brought that up because at the end of the day for me, you know, we want to be uh, excellent wealth managers. Yeah. You know, you, you, our clients should expect a high level of technical expertise and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, we want to get a little deeper in helping them figure out, okay, what is the, what, what gives them meaning, what gives them purpose, so that we can fund to that to that vision. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, as in, in our relationship, Jeff, I you have a reputation as my friend of being someone who is very technical and and always on the cutting edge with different financial planning techniques and and different investment ideas. In fact, um, how our relationship got started is you've been collaborating with other financial professionals to stay on the cutting edge of what's new and what's best in this industry. And that's and you're still doing that. Well, I mean, again, this all comes back to me figuring out that in order for me to be the best advisor that I could be, mm-hmm. um, I needed to be a student of wealth management, but also need to be a student of how to serve clients better. Mm-hmm. So I've been passionate about uh, attending workshops or being part of study groups. Uh, I go to the Strategic Coach, which is a coaching program that helps entrepreneurs build uh, you know, successful businesses that serve people. Um, again, I'm in a study group with um, you know a number of guys around the country that we collaborate yeah. on some of the latest thinking in both planning, practice management, and even some of these and see even some of these these deeper issues. Because again, the thing I'd really like to communicate in this show mm-hmm. is I'd like to just you and I have a conversation that marries holistic, comprehensive wealth management, best in class wealth management. Mm-hmm. with these deeper meaning and purpose questions because, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's really about living the one life you can the best way you, you can for yourself. Mm-hmm. And financial planning can help you create that capacity. Yeah. And that's really what I learned at, at, at halftime was, it's, you know, it is really about core, capacity, and context. So I want to, in tandem growth, we're all about capacity. We're all about helping clients create the capacity. And the capacity is the freedom, the margin, but the time and the financial resources to go do what they're called to do, mm. right? So help people get the financial freedom to go do what they're called to do. So what I want the show to help me do is just have a conversation about some of the core issues and some of the context issues as well. So it's just, it's just an opportunity to share some things that I've learned over the last 20 years on both wealth management topics. Yeah that I think is sometimes missed 
marrying that with the heart journey. So that's why I always call it a head and heart journey, uh, because it is about your heart and what drives you and what gives you meaning and purpose. But it's a head journey in that you've got to have a solid wealth management plan in order to fund the the uh, the resources. Okay. Give you the margin. So, so you brought up that that phrase, the head and the heart journey, left brain, right brain. So, elaborate a little bit more on that. T- tell us what you mean by that. Yeah. So, uh, as you as you're probably aware, um, there's two quadrants to the brain, right? So, the left brain uh, is the analytical brain. Uh, it's the it's the uh, rational brain. Mm-hmm. It's the a math brain. It's the science brain. I think God just gave me one. I think <laughs> I, that's that you're describing me yeah. and all the I, failings I, that I have. My wife tells me. I, I disagree. <laughs> uh, but uh, but at any rate, so the, the left brain is your analytical part of the brain, mm-hmm. and your right brain is your emotional brain. It's where you intuit. You have your intuition. And so when I think about the left brain and the right brain, that's really the kind of planning I'm trying to do. We want to do. Uh, right brain emotional planning to get to really what matters most to our clients. Mm-hmm. And we marry that again with this uh, left brain analytical tax planning, efficient portfolios, what's the best way to do risk management. I mean, all the topics that you and I talk about all day long right. in terms of building a healthy financial plan. So when I say money and meaning, it's really about marrying those two together. We want to have a conversation around high-level wealth management topics, but it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that purpose is so our clients can be free to be all they were uniquely created to be. So you can tell already that this is going to be a very different type of financial program than what you're used to. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, the other day, and I quoted Dave Ramsey. And Dave Ramsey, of course, has his niche. And, and he, this friend of mine, I, he wasn't familiar with him. And he said, wait a second, is that the guy who presses all the buttons and bells and whistles. And I'm like, no, 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 that, <laughs> that's, Jim Cray. that's Jim Gray. That's the exact opposite. Yeah. And, and what you can see here is the money and meaning show is going to be different than both of those because it's going to blend the highest level technical analysis and financial planning, but also that heart, that emotion of what it all means. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I, I you know, I, I, I've had people ask me a time or two over the last year or so, as I've been bringing up these topics, you know, do you want to be a halftime coach? Yeah, do you want to be a that. yeah? Do you want to be a therapist? I mean, is that what this is about? And absolutely, it is not. I mean, we are not licensed therapists. We are not counselors. Uh, we hope to be, and we believe we are, excellent wealth managers. Mm-hmm. But we're but to me, the definition of wealth management done well involves finding out what really matters to clients. Absolutely. And so we are not. This is not about being counselors or therapists. It's just about asking good questions so that our clients can self-discover and give them permission to take space and be different. You know, when oftentimes when clients go into a wealth management firm, the first thing that happens is says, show me your statements, show me your investment, show me. And, and, and what I want to do is say, let's set that aside for a moment. And for the first time in your life, let's create space to evaluate what really matters. And then through that conversation, if there's an opportunity for them to go deeper, you know, we can provide some resources through Halftime or Encore Mm -hmm. or other organizations who are excellent walking alongside them to be their coach Mm -hmm. if they need a coach. But at a minimum, I just don't know how I could do high-level wealth management without finding out what really matters. And that's what this is about. There's got to be alignment there. And and that's that's what this show is going to be all about. So... 
So there it is, yeah. folks. This is uh, that's the first episode, episode number one of Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. I hope you found that this time was well spent. I appreciate you joining us. And uh, next time, Jeff will be presenting a simple process to begin uncovering what matters most. Jeff, before we sign off, any final comments you want to leave us with today? Yeah, I, you know, I, I guess what I would say, I just hope these conversations that you and I have are really just short boosters, right? Yeah. That, that, that give our listeners some encouragement, uh, it'll educate them. We'll collaborate, you and I. Mm-hmm. We'll collaborate with our audience, I hope, to just learn as we're all trying to flesh out, you know, what uh, what makes our life meaningful and purpose and how do we create the freedom to pursue it. And as I mentioned, um, you know, hopefully it'll provide some high-level wealth management advice or thoughts or thinking to, again, pursue that vision, to pursue that that. So again, I'm, I'm excited about uh, doing this with you, Mike, and, and thanks for joining me. Awesome. Great. Well, there you have it. Episode number one of Money and Meaning with Jeff Bernier, where we are helping you blend excellence in your wealth management with the meaning and purpose of your life. On behalf of Jeff Bernier, I am Mike Bernard, and that's going to do it for us today for this episode of Money and Meaning with Jeff Bernier. Thank you for listening to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier a show dedicated to help you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Jeff or Mike or comments on the show, feel free to reach out to us at tandemgrowth.com or you can find us on the web at www.tandemgrowth.com.